This is an explicit podcast. It is an unsafe space where we make jokes about anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, this podcast is not recommended for you. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome and welcome. Comedy podcast. Just fucking right, that's how we do. Bring it back one time for my crew. This shit'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, it'll make you wonder why till you go cross eyed. Huh? Gonna feel it in your bones. Huh? Gonna feel it in your homes. Gonna scratch that comedy. It's just a comedy podcast, bitch. With that, we'd like to welcome you to the comedy podcast. Enjoy the show. And hello, you beautiful fucks. Welcome to episode number 280 of the Company Podcast. Cunt. Coming to your cunt on uh, 23rd March 2022. How you doing, you beautiful fucks? Listen, I got some news. I, I'm dead. I am really dead. I'm literally dead, like no longer alive. Why am I dead? It's simple, you know. Taylor was talking to me while she was listening to my podcast. And she was just saying, it's like I'm talking to you. And I said to her, oh, this would be so sad if I was dead. And she was like, no, don't say that. And... That conversation ended right there because she, she was bursting into tears and she couldn't function anymore. She was going crazy. It was very awkward. It was very awkward. I was in a bank. All right, I'm trying to get a new credit card and she's just crying in the middle there. And it looks like... It looks, it looks really bad, basically. And so I just stopped the conversation. I just stopped the conversation right there. And I was like, um, what did I do? I, I, I tried to cheer her up, man. I was like, you want to drive? Do you want to drive to Cyberjaya for some Indonesian food? And she was like, okay. And then she forgot all about it. You know, some people are not that complicated. Uh, but I am an asshole. So I, I went and died just so Taylor could listen to this episode. As Harith is dead. Like, look, Taylor, I'm dead and I'm talking to you. Hi. Is this weird listening to your dead boyfriend's voice? Hmm. I'm dead. I am died. You are alone in this world. Uh, no more date nights. No more snuggies. No more hold hands, no more Netflix, no more sharing tea. You're all alone in the world. Your boyfriend suffered terribly and he basically left you alone. All those dreams of the future, traveling to USA for three months, none of that, no more, because he's dead. Okay, so while Taylor is crying in the background, I'm sure you can almost hear her imagining it perhaps. So while she's crying, I'm sure my dear listeners have plenty of questions. Arith, how did you die? Wait a minute. If you're dead, how are you recording this? All these questions will be answered. No problem. All right, let's answer the first one. 
Harris, how did you die? It's pretty simple, guys. I pissed off the ISIS. I really pissed them off and they couldn't take it anymore, man. They just couldn't take it anymore. So the the Nusantara division, right? What happened was uh I was I was in a Chinese hawker stall uh having some food and um and these guys, the, this guy just came. He was like, "Entertainability shooter," and then I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I could a tissue. I could tissue." So I gave him like sixty cents. He gave me a tissue when I used it. I think they spiked the tissue with some some drug, but I think it's one of those things that people use to date rape that kind of thing. I woke up with a very sore asshole. I woke up in a cell somewhere. My hands were tied behind my back, and my mouth was gagged. And I was in, I was in a thong. It was, it was very gay and it was very weird. But whatever. I'm not homophobic. I'm not gonna judge them, right? They like assholes. That's fine. Okay. It's a shame they played with mine, but uh, I'm not gonna judge them for it because I'm not a bigot. I am woke. All right, I support gay ISIS members. Okay, we don't judge people on this podcast. So the guy, he the he looked Malay, but he was trying to grow a really, like a really shitty beard. You know, Malay people they want to be like the Arabs, but we just don't have the beard genes. Yeah, he had he. he I'm sure you can picture this in your head. Kind of short, damn skinny. He got the fucking beard. Yeah, sandals, white clothes. The you you get the picture. He took off the gag, and it's not like the cloth the terrorists use normally. It's the mouth gag, you know, the the one that kinky people when they put it in the mouth. It's like while they're getting fucked. I don't know why you put that on me while you rape my asshole. I'm not conscious. Like I can't protest. I can't say anything. So what's the point of the gag? I, aku suka je. Aku masalah. Oh, sorry tuan. Aku tidak ingin. Uh, how do you say judge? Uh, menghakimkan engkau. Maaf. Anyway, so he he took it off and he asked me, "Kau tahu kau sini kita betul?" And then I was like, "Yeah lah, aku tahu. Nah, aku tahu. Okay, bagus." Ada apa-apa perkataan terakhir tak? Hmm? Any last words he asked me? And then I asked him, Why does my asshole hurt? Kenapa bantau aku sakit eh? And he didn't answer my fucking question. Instead, he just put the gag back and then he took a knife and just started slitting my throat very slowly. Like, not just one slit, it was like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right into into my fucking throat. It really hurt. I could feel every slice. The blood was coming out. It sounded like it sounded like that, and I was going because I, I have a gag. Remember, if I didn't have the gag, I'd probably be like ah, but I couldn't make the sound, so I was just like. Taylor, are you listening? That's what happened to your boyfriend. Your boyfriend was suffering a lot 
with a with a re- with an asshole on fire, his throat was being slit by a gay ISIS dude. All right. Uh, and and I'm really mad because he didn't answer my question. Like I know what happened to my asshole. He just never admitted it. You know, I'm just like, dude. Just it's it's 2022. You can be whatever you want. No one's gonna judge you. All right. You got people who support you. I would have supported you if you just told me that you're gay and you played with my asshole. I'll be like, all right, that's fine. I'm not gonna judge you. But then I would have tried to teach him. You know. By the way, this is not advice. If someone rapes you, you don't do this. You go to the police, all right? You make sure they get their justice as per the law. But I'm saying this is what I would have done. Yeah? Someone rapes me, I'll just be like, all right, listen, buddy. You can't do that anymore. That's bad. And he's going to boo. Sebab kau tak dapat konsen. Benda ni untuk dua orang yang suka. Okay, dua-dua yang kena suka. Dua-dua yang nak. Ada korang yang nak benda tu? Ada. Tapi benda tu pun kau tak boleh buat di sini tau. Kau boleh pergi Singapura mungkin atau Thailand. Jangan buat di sini sebab ini apa dilarang dalam undang-undang Malaysia. Oh aku kena pergi holiday kat Thailand eh buat benda tu. Bunyi macam macam teronok eh. Macam short eh. Yeah, yeah. Ah, baru kau tahu. You see I would have, I would have done that. And then he won't rape anyone anymore. But um, so that that that's the question to how I died. The answer to how I died. I just bled on the floor with a gag in my mouth. My head cut off, and I was in a, like a black thong. Mm. Now, the the second question: How Harris? How are you recording this? How are you recording this? It's pretty simple, guys. Uh, you know, when you die, science doesn't exist anymore. There's no more science. Nothing makes sense. All this, um, you can go like, ooh, 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 and then shit happens. All right? You'll understand what I mean in a sec. I went on a journey when I died, man. My soul ascended. There were some spirits that came or angels. I'm not sure what they were, but they were mad at me. Mad for all my sins, apparently. Apparently they were really mad at my sins. They were like, "You were very mean to Taylor Harith. You were very mean." And I told them, "But was it funny though?" And then they're like, "It was hilarious, but you it was too mean and you crossed the line." And I was like, "Yeah, I deserve to be punished." The spirits were like, we did punish you. I was like, what? What do you think that was? With the I, the gay ISIS guy, you 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 were punished. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. So so what now? What happens now? And he's like, the angel's like, whatever you want. So without thinking, you know, I don't think I'm very impulsive. I was just like, can I go to Valhalla? And then they were like, all right, let's go to Valhalla. You take that train. And I, I was like, what? And there was a fucking train. So I went to the station. I waited for the train. And it was late. Oh God, I sat there for over 20 minutes. I was like, I thought the afterlife would be more efficient. Apparently not. And I found out why it was late. When the train came, I saw the LRT logo on it. And I was like, ah, itulah. Heaven's trains are run by fucking LRT. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. 
I think the Malaysian company is called Prasanna Raya or something. So I was late uh, going into Valhalla. I went to Valhalla. It was just white people. Only white looking people in Valhalla, which I was offended by. So I was, I, I went to the big guy. Odin was there. And I was like, hey, buddy. Who goes there? Who dares approach the king of Valhalla? And I was like, oh, we got to talk like this now. So I said, oh, um, it is hi. It is I, Harith. Son of Bangla, of Bukit Jalil. Where are these places and who is Bangla? I've never heard of these. And I, and I just tried to cut the bullcrap. Skip the small talk. So I was just telling him, buddy, buddy, listen, you got a, you got a diversity problem in Valhalla. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, you see, the majority of the people here are white males and you got to get with the times. And then Odin got really mad and he was like, what are you talking about diversity? We have women here. And I was like, yes, yes, you got some women in Valhalla. But where are most of the Norwegian women? Burning in Hades. Yes, why? Why is that? That's not fair. Women are skinnier, all right? They're, they're not as strong. So not all of them can go to battle. So a lot, of them, a lot of them end up becoming housewives or rape victims. Those are the only two choices a weak woman has in your world. So most of them end up in Hades. The rest of them can't come up here. You see what I'm saying, Odin? And he was quiet. He was very quiet. And then I said, and what about black people? Where are the black, where are the Chinese how are you? Where Where are the Indians? How are you going to? How are you gonna have a a perfect afterlife if you discriminate? It's a sin. It's not fair to an afterlife should be perfect, right? And then Odin was just really quiet. He he looked like he was thinking. It looked like I was seriously convincing him that he needs to admit more black people, Chinese, Indians, and everyone else other than white males into Valhalla. I thought, I thought. And then he raped me yeah, in my asshole. Have you ever been fucked by a Norse god? Uh, even when you don't have a body, even, though, even when you're just a spirit, you know, to get your spirit fucked is a transcendent experience. Guys, I, you, you, you know, when you have sex, you just, you kind of just feel it where it is. Sometimes when you feel it really good, you feel it all over your body, right? Sure. But like, imagine, imagine feeling more than that. All right. Now, now, Odin fucked my spirit, asshole. Weird sentence. And, uh, Oh, it was um, intense. It was intense. Even even I came. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't consent though. It's still wrong. I liked it, but it's still wrong. You don't do that. And, I, and then I had to go into rape culture. And he was just having none of it. And then he just started letting in Chinese and Indian people into Valhalla. Just so like sex slaves, you know. Just, just, he's like, how's that for diversity? And I was like, oh boy, this is not going well. So I, I got a cab. 
I got a cab. Uh, I wanted to get out of Valhalla, go back to the earlier place where I was chilling with the spirit somewhere around Earth, you know. But it was taking fucking forever. It was it was taking a long fucking time. And and then I looked at the I looked at the app and I was trying to figure out why is this so slow? Why is no one coming to pick me up? And then I I saw like the app said. Uh, designed and owned exclusively by Grab and I was like oh no so I asked one of the the dead viking people I was like well, what, 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 why isn't the Grab coming here and then he said dude we got to protect the jobs you know us white folks well, we need to stop the immigrants from coming in and, and these foreign companies they come in they just take all the cab jobs and then and then i i just couldn't man i couldn't deal so i fucking walked I, I, to a non racist place and then I, I took a cab back i saw the angels or spirits i don't know, i still didn't know what they were and i was like guys valhalla is not the place for me the spirit was like, you got, you got raped, didn't you? I'm like, yeah. How'd you know? And he said, you're walking funny. And I said, listen, I just got raped before I die. And then the Norse God, is is this, am I in hell? Is this hell? And he's like, no, no, no. You're just, you're just, you're just, you, you, you invite that kind of situation into your life. I'm like, how am I inviting rape by a Norse God? And then he said, uh, you got some gay vibes a little bit. And I was like, all right. Um, what's next? I, I, I don't want to sit here anymore talking to you. I need, I, can I just start my intern, eternal life? Uh, and he's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, anywhere that's better than Valhalla. And then he said, listen, you weren't religious. So your level of afterlife is not going to be that great. Um, in fact, Valhalla was the best one. And I was like, the best? And he said, yeah, that's the best. So what do you want? So I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, listen, I feel bad for what I did to Taylor. Can I just go back? And then he said, um, yeah, sure, go back. And then uh, I woke up. I just woke up. And I was in the, that cell where the ISIS, the gay ISIS guy raped me, raped my asshole and slit my throat. I just woke up, miraculously healed. And uh, oh, th that guy was tied up and gagged. And he was bent over, right, over a table. And when I woke up, the first thing I saw was his asshole. I made eye contact with it. And I think the spirit was trying to say, yeah, you can get your revenge. But I was like, um, so I walked, I decided that it took me that whole journey to decide, you know what? I'm not gay. I, I'm, I don't judge it, but that's not for me. Cause I saw the asshole right in front of me, you know, to see an asshole right in front of you, you know whether you want to lick it, fuck it, or walk away. And I decided I wanted to walk away. So I walked away. This is this this was very disgusting. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. Um yeah. So that's what happened, guys. Um, Taylor, I love you. All right. 
Stuff for some local news, I guess. Uh, hold on, I need to take a break. Okay, I am back. Today's news uh, reported from The Star on uh, 21st March 2022. Give Muslim cabin crew right to wear tudung, says Pass MP. Uh, the, his name is uh, MP Ahmad Fadli Shari. Shari with two A's. What did I tell you about the Malay spellings? Don't get me started. Anyway... Now this this uh, caused quite a controversy on uh, social media, right? There was one side that was like, "You lah memang lah kalau dia kalau kita negara Melayu Islam, jadi kalau kita kalau kita negara Melayu Islam, haruslah pembuang pembuang kita pakai tudung." You know, so, yeah, I mean you can believe that. And then there were other people that were like, "You see these people with the Arabization and all that." And then I wanted to just break down the issues with you. Okay, let's let's explore this topic together. Ah. All right. In my opinion, this is a is similar, not the same, but similar thing to uh, when the employers want to hire Mandarin speakers. All right. Excuse me. On one hand, uh, people should be. You could argue that people should be allowed to hire whoever the fuck they want to hire. Because it's their company, they want to work with like people who look a certain way, speak a certain way, it's up to them. And then uh, if you do that, you'll have companies that work great, work better, more efficient. They don't simply hire people because they're forced to and then everyone makes more money, companies are happier, higher tax rates, higher revenue, whatever. All right. Then the other argument is that, uh, hey, if you want to have an equitable society, a society where we don't discriminate against anyone, where we are fair, then you don't, then you can't discriminate based on hiring. Uh, you can't discriminate hiring based on what language people speak, based on what they wear, right? So, you know, when when uh, when let's say I'm not sure if this is the uh, if this is the Boy, this is boring. I'm not sure if Malaysian Airlines doesn't allow people to wear tudung. But let's assume that's true, right? If they don't allow the air stewardesses to wear tudung, then a lot of Muslim women can't work that job because they want to get to heaven. And good for them. I'm not judging them. I'm just stating the fact. They want to get to heaven and they want to cover their hair because they don't want to tempt you horny motherfuckers out there who get turned on by hair. I know hair is very sexy. I know hair can give men uncontrollable boners. Oh, sedap gila rambut dia. Aku tak boleh tak panas doh. Bukan Malaysia yang panas, perempuan tu yang panas. A lot of men are like this. And these women don't want to sin by causing that temptation. So they cover the hair, which is great. Right. Me, okay. Those were the two. Those were the two arguments, more or less. I think you could you could put forth. And um, between those two options, two arguments, I I think I lean towards the first one. Right. Wait, no, 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 no. I backtrack. Malaysia is a government-owned thing, right? Malaysia Airlines is a government-owned thing. They should set the example. Private companies, I guess, let them do what they're private. Let them do whatever the fuck they want. It's a government-owned organization or majority owner, or even minority held. You should put your foot down and not let people discriminate. All right. Yeah, 
Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, guys. Let the I, fuck me. I agree with this past guy. I agree with this past guy. What argument could you have against the tudung? Oh, it's not pretty lah. You want the women to be pretty. Well, we not everyone flies so that we can look at whores. All right. I'm not saying women who don't wear tudung are whores. I'm just saying exactly that. Yes, they are whores. I'm not saying that. Um, listen. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it, I'm just exaggerating, obviously. But I'm not. Um, some people are like, you see Air Asia, they do so well because they have all the sexy, pretty women. And I'm like, fair enough, yeah. These Air Asian women, a lot of them are eye candy with the tight red thing and the slightly short skirt. Some of them are just like, mm-hmm. and when you go Singapore Airlines, it's like, mm-hmm. but let me tell you something. There was this Vietnamese Airlines who wanted to put like fucking bikini women. It didn't do that well. Yeah, you don't buy a ticket for the sex appeal. I mean, it could help. It could help, but it's not the end-all be-all. You think Air Asia did well because they had pretty women? No, it was part of the thing, but it was not the whole thing, all right? Listen, Saudi Arabia's airline called Saudi. I hope I'm saying it right. Saudi. Saudi. You Google it right now, yeah? Saudi air stewardesses. You see them beautiful women wearing the... Their version of a hijab. It's fine. It's not gonna fucking hurt the airline too much. Why? Why? You know, the, the Mandarin thing, you could make a, a, a decent argument saying, are you all my client from China? I hire a Malay person to be a sales assistant to liaise with the Chinese person. How? Huh? When I liaise with Japanese, with Japan, I hire Japanese speaker. I liaise with China, I hire Chinese speaker. Lah. That, that argument holds water, in my opinion. Where it doesn't hold water is where you wanna where you wanna hire like a fucking I don't know, accountant. I wanna hire Chinese accountant because I wanna make friends with my employee ma. I wanna go anyhow. And then they don't go anyhow. Hey, Tacha how? They want to do that. They want to sembang in Mandarin. And I'm like, okay, I don't really like that argument, but if it's, it's your freedom to hire anywhere. Um, not to sidetrack too much. I forgot the point I was even fucking baking. Uh, the point is, no, the tudong's great. All right? Give give women the choice. Ah, I remember the point now. The tudong's not going to hurt your fucking bottom line. The message uh, Mas is sending out is that if you wear tudung, you'll be poor. Uh, which is a horrible, horrible thing to say, by the way. Causation is not correlation, all right? I know what you're thinking. Fuck you. I'm not going to say that racist shit, okay? <laughs> Shame on you for even thinking that terrible thought. You know the terrible thing I did to Taylor in the beginning? Yeah, you. what you did in your mind was worse, all right? You fucking asshole. What, what that gay ISIS guy and Thor did to my asshole... My spirit as, yeah, what is not as bad as the thought you had about people wearing tudung and being poor, okay? You fucking, you terrible piece of shit, you fucking listener, you. You're still a beautiful fuck though. But uh, yeah, that's the news. That, that was that piece of news. I hope I broke it down for you in a way that, um, I don't know, that's somewhat interesting. It's, I mean, 
if you were listening to me, I think you would more or less have my point of view. And isn't it nice when you can agree with something with a past person, right? We don't always have to hate each other, all right? If if dying taught me anything is that guys, you never know when you're going to wake up with a burning asshole and your your throat slit. Okay? You never know. So please just don't waste your energy feeling feeling like shit hating on other people, you know. Unless you love to hate, that's a different thing. But but you you can relate to most people. Even the even the gay ISIS guy, I had a moment with him, you know, just Wait, wait, what am I trying to say? I'm just saying, I didn't hate him. You know, even as in my moment of death, I wanted to reason with him and all that, but it was too late. But yeah, you get the point, guys. I brought that story up so that we can um, explore a controversial issue while finding some middle ground with some people who we might find uh, detestable. All right, I want to discuss one more piece of controversial news, all right? It's Dr. Sheikh Mustafa's 10 tips to convince reluctant wife to have more children. Okay, this this went super controversial, all right? This guy, Dr. Sheikh Mustafa, by the way, eh, Muz, not Mustafa, Muzafa, Muzafa, Sheikh Muzafa. Dr. Sheikh Muzafa was the guy we sent to space. Remember that? He's fucking handsome, okay? He's got one, two, three, four, five, six children with his poor wife. His poor wife, who must just be exhausted, her tits must be sagging so much by now. You know how much I love that shit, right? Anyway, I wanted to read the ten tips and give you my thoughts. All right, number one. Wait, wait, no. I will always. I I have always loved a big family, and naturally, I wanted more. Inshallah, dengan keizinan move. But first, I I need to convince Doctor Halina, his wife. After all, it's her body. If I could, I would. He's saying if he could accept cream pies and make babies, he would make babies. Tip number one, I will take care of everything while you just rest. You look Number two, you look beautiful as ever, even with six kids. She does, she's beautiful. Number three, don't you want to see more beautiful kids? Number four, they will take care of us when we grow old. Number five, we won't be lonely, nanti. Number six, the chaos keeps you young. Number seven, it's sunnah to ramaikan ummah. Number eight, let's go shopping and buy whatever you desire. He's bribing her. Number nine, Malay fuck. Number nine, the more the merrier. Number ten, we grow old together till Jannah. We love you till eternity no matter what your decision. Above are some tips to daddies who want to convince their reluctant wife on having more kids. All right, listen. This shit got so controversial. The feminist crew came up here and were like, this is just coercion and misogynistic. It's her body, her choice, freedom. And then, you know what? I agree with those crazy motherfuckers. I think you just let people do what they want. And it for me, for me, I, I'm not going to judge him, right? I'm not going to say, you shouldn't do this. That's where me and the feminists draw the line. Uh, that's where we differ. They're, they're, they want to be able to force this guy not to coerce his wife. Me, I'm not that kind. But like, I, I would tell you how I would do things differently. These tips are too surface level in my opinion. I've never tried to convince anyone to have a baby with me. Or to have lots of babies with me. But this is... If I wanted to have many babies with a woman, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, this is what I would say to her. Maybe you maybe you could use this in the future. I would say, listen, I don't want to be responsible, okay? I could get my throat slit and ass raped by ISIS gay guy any day. 
Okay, I have this incredible desire to cream pie inside of you as much as I can and merge our essences together to make more human beings. I feel this crazy desire to do this with you. Can we just throw caution to the wind and do some crazy shit? Hmm? I want to cream pie you three times a day. I want you to be exhausted. You can't walk. You can't think. You can only sleep, eat, and fuck. Do this with me, please. I'm not forcing you. I'm asking you. I'm not going to make a good argument. I told you. This is irresponsible. The world's full of suffering. But you make me so crazy about you that I want to do all that with you. I just want to torture myself and my finances just so that we can make this giant family of dysfunctional love together. If I was a woman and someone told me that, I would be so turned on, I'd want to make kids all the time. You know, it comes from the heart, it comes from the balls, but that's just me. I don't think, what's her name, Dr. Halina. You know what? I take it back. I think Dr. Halina would like that. <laughs> yeah, not, not, forget this, 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 uh, it's yeah, like, oh, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that. All right, you beautiful fucks. That is my time for today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, I'll speak to ya whenever. Bye-bye.